Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts, Jess and Sean. Welcome back, everybody, to oh. episode 14. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I've been on night shift. My favourite. Oh, gosh. Sorry, team. We've been away. You'll we haven't even out. been away. No, I know, but we've been like, nowhere fun. Metaphorically, we've been away. We haven't been releasing episodes, and look, we are sorry about that because I know that a lot of listeners have a routine. They have a routine yep. that we release it on the Sunday, and they either listen to it on the day, on they, the day, on the day, they listen on the day, on the day, or they listen to it on the Monday on the drive to work. And I understand a change in routine is very uncomfortable, and we apologise for that. However, you will find out in this episode <laughs> the the reasons behind potentially some of our choices Absence. to not record. Yes. Um. So, but anyway. Before we get fully into it, do you want to do the first segment? Why are you asking me like that's a question? I am coming in hot with the first segment. Okay, fine. Why do you want to say something else first? No, because what I I was going to say is that because this episode is a catch up episode. Yeah. Rather than doing the, you know, what have you, how are you, what have you been doing? Now, oh, oh, nah. we'll do that after. We'll do it, we'll do it, we'll throw it in. That's what I thought. Can I just quickly say, before we go into my favourite segment, it's not a mugger place madness, but it's more like, I don't know what we call it, tradie madness. Oh my God, fucking yeah. This morning. This yes. fucking this morning. Set oh my God, set the, the scene. I just I need to get my little irrit out for today. I had ordered a new laundry door. Mm. I didn't want it. No. But I needed it. You did need it. I had a shitty door that I could literally pop my fist through if I was just a little bit mad. Not even yeah. a lot mad. Yep. But we put it in as a temporary door when I bought the house so that we could put a dog door in. But it wasn't secure. No. It was not solid. No. It was not weatherproof. Bit of a breeze and it'll be out. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's pretty much what was happening. Either yeah. a wind would blow it out or we were unable to shut it because it got wet and then the wood expanded. And so it was not safe. It's not safe. But a new door, the door that I wanted and needed, was $2,500. Yes. So your gal's been saving since Feb for this fucking door. You mm. know what I could do with $2,500? A lot more. Yeah. A goddamn holiday. <laughs> but anyway, I got this door. The door was finally coming. Took eight weeks to come. Mm. So I paid half and the other half was meant to be paying today and the door was coming today. Now, they rung me about two weeks ago. We've booked the day, the time, and they were coming at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, she's bright and early. She's bright and early. And at the time, I said, yep, sure, because I knew I wasn't on Wednesdays. But I forgot that I'd worked a night shift Sunday, finished night shift Monday morning, and then worked a day shift Tuesday. And Wednesday would have been my only opportunity to sleep in for the week. Yeah. So anyway, they were coming at 7. But I hadn't heard a confirmation. So yesterday Mm. I called them at five before they shut and said, just confirming, like, how do I pay on the day? Are they coming at seven? And they're like, let me just put you on hold. Then they came back and he goes, yes, all good for tomorrow and hung up. Oh, didn't confirm the time or how I paid, but I thought, okay, we must be on for seven. Okay. So fabulous. I got up this morning. Yeah. I dropped pig at mum and dad. So he wasn't here interrupting the doorman. Naturally. Seven o'clock. Yeah. 7.30. Oh. 8 o'clock. Oh, dear. 8.30. Oh, no. Could try to call them. They don't start till 9 o'clock. So Shut don't up. you call them. So for two hours, I stood around waiting for this 
fucking doorman. I would have been fuming. I made dinner for the night because I've got dancing. I cooked, I cleaned, I vacuumed, I mopped and I was pissed. And then 9.30, I ring them and say, hi. And they're like, oh, hi, is this Jess Swanson? I was like, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hi. And I was like, okay. just asking where your carpenter is because he said he'd be here at seven. Yeah. And they go, oh, he's just sitting right next to me. The audacity. <laughs> at 9.45. He's just sitting right next to me. And right I was here. like, okay. Why is why he not is in my he house? There? And she was like, oh, we're just waiting for your doorknob to come. Oi. Your doorknob. And I was like, you're waiting for the doorknob. Yeah, the doorknob's probably going to come later this afternoon. I said, so he's just sitting around waiting for the truck to deliver the knob. You bunch of fucking knobs. Anyway, and he was like, yeah. And I said, well, I've got a lot of appointments on today and podcast recording. Yeah. So I suggest you get to my house ASAP. Yeah. And he was like, oh. And I said, it would be really nice if someone called me so yeah. I didn't have to get up at six o'clock mm. because the knob wasn't there. What did they say? And he goes, oh. Oh, yeah, actually, I guess we could just get him to come and fit the door. And I said, yeah, no shit, because he also has to cut the dog door in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we could get him to come and fit the door. And then I could probably just drive around this afternoon and give you the knob to put on. Or I can just put the knob on this afternoon for you in between your appointments, Jess. Okay, yeah, fine. I'll send him out now. Oi. And the fuck I got here at like 5 to 10. And then Sean and I were meant to record at 11.30, but he was still soaring. Oh my and gosh. so he's only left at 12 o'clock and now we're smashing an episode in. But that is my frustration of the week. That infuriates me. I know. Worse than Marketplace Madness, I Oh, think. my God. I like, know. honestly, the the customer service and is then, so lacking. The, I'm infuriated for you. And then at the you. end he goes, okay, can I have $1,500? And I was like, um. No. Like, just put his hand out, like, waiting for me to just pop out $1,500 bucks cash. Just cash. I was mm. like, um, I'm going to have to pay by card and he goes mm. oh like is that new to like you he's doll? surprised like um okay and he's like we'll have to ring ring the store and then you can pay so he just rings the store puts his phone on speakerphone and then just throws the phone at me <laughs> i'm like shouldn't you just say hey i'm the ch- carpenter at this i've just finished yeah. this job anyway we got there in the end and now i'm po'd and doors are fucking expensive yes not going to buy another one ever. <laughs> and I was meant to get a front door one too. And I didn't. Yeah. Because I'll save another year for that second door. Fuck. Also, fuck them. I know. Not, fuck them. Yeah. They're going to get a poor review. They're, I'm uh, not one honestly, to do reviews, but that's horrendous. I'm feeling heated. And I would old be mate, too. Yeah. Old mate was like, babe, I think you need to do a one star review to make you feel better. Yeah. That's a one I star. That's, a, that's not even a one star. Anyway. It wasn't. That's Great. not the way you want to start a day. It was not. And it's infuriating. Yeah, exactly. Because Ugh. it's your one day off. Let's not talk about it, but Let's you not. could have slept in. Shut up. I could. And I miss Pilates. So we're really pissed Oh, now. we're really just. We're really freaking pissed. Angry. Angry. So angry. Angry. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on to your favorite subject. Okay. Because. <laughs> I'm so excited. For I this know week. you are. Okay. Because it's time for the. Fun fact follow <laughs> Nice. nice so good that's so beautiful all right let me go first okay you go first take the floor doll. okay so i can't even remember because it's been so long um since we've done an episode but um i remember talking about um sleeping naked and it's that there, so good there was you. like scientific proof that it it's is. better for you yeah well 
I beg to differ. It's so, so good I, for you. Shut I up. looked at a reputable website uh, called the Sleep Foundation, right? Mm-hmm. And they have an article and um, about the benefits of sleeping naked, right? Mm. And this whole article, they've got like a fact-checking section, like specialists have read it, you know, all that stuff. There is no proof, like actual confident proof that sleeping naked is better. It is suggested that it's better for you. So it's not I'll take proven. take a suggestion. The suggestion is that it's possibly better. They they do go to say like that sleeping is good for you in general. And I'd be concerned if they didn't say that well, from yeah, the sleepfoundation.com. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they said all the benefits of how good sleep is. And apparently one third of adults sleep less than is required. So that's quite a few. That's me this Majority week, Majority are nurses, I, I'm sure. Anyway, so the potentials of improved sleep for being naked. Um, the first point is uh, about the temperature. So you can gauge a temperature a bit better. If you if you run hot, like me, like Lady you. Lupus. So, but the problem with that is, is that you can also get too cold pretty quickly. Also, whilst being naked. So, if you're sleeping naked, you have to make sure you have enough sheets. I do like a top sheet. You do like doll. a top sheet. Um, and speaking of which, when you sleep naked and you have sheets, you have to wash them more frequently. Yes, because you're naked. Because. Yes, if you do pop off, there's poo particles, poo particles in your bed. And it also suggests to shower before sleeping if you sleep naked. Lucky I shower before my bed and yep. sleep, wash that, them every week. This is why I wear pyjamas. Um, so the next point is vaginal health. Yeah, let your fanny breathe. Let it breathe because then it reduces the yeast infection rate. Correct. The chance of candida, our friend, uh, getting its filthy nails everywhere growing everywhere so that reduces because there's adequate air circulation down there skin health also ability for your skin to breathe as it is the largest organ on your body um so these all sound like excellent reasons to sleep yeah but again not proven like scientifically it's all suggested um so yeah skin health um male fertility old mate will be all for this there you go um there there has they may positively impact the male fertility for sleeping naked, um, but it's more about not having tight-fitting underwear and clothing. Okay. So it's loosey-goosey. Maybe just wear pyjama shorts and not knickers then. Yeah, potentially. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but again, it's the, the body temperature because male fertility around temperature control and stuff. But it also says um, that sleeping naked to your partner can increase connection and improve self-esteem. Well, there you go. But then it goes on to say about things to consider before sleeping naked. Ensure that you've got lots of sheets because you will have to change them more frequently. Um, Make sure you've got a lot of comfortable bedding so you don't get too cold. I feel like you just don't need a lot of sheets. Just one in the wash, one on the bed and rotate. Yeah, Yeah, but what if you don't live in a warm country like we do? And, a dryer. Oh, that's a lot of electricity that you're assuming people has. Anyway, let me finish. Um, consider showering before bed, like you said. But if you sleepwalk, you may want to just wear underwear just in case. And especially if you sleep, if you um, live with sleep with roommates, if you live with roommates, um, probably. I feel this is common sense. Unless you're like super comfy with them. Sure. Um, I'll probably wear some clothes. But it says it has tips to start sleeping naked. 
They're really getting around it. How to ease into um, it. If you're, ready, if you're ready to sleep naked, here are some helpful tips. Try sleeping in only a t-shirt or underwear for the first few nights to help adjust to the sensation of wearing fewer clothes. I double dog dare you. Absolutely fucking not. To sleep nudie. No way. Absolutely no. Let your partner know that you're making changes to your sleep routine and invite them to consider sleeping naked along with you. Team effort. Team effort. Invest in better sheets and bedding so you're comfortable when you start to sleep nude. All about that thousand thread count. Egyptian cotton. Um, Make sure your comforter... Oh, this is American, obviously. Comforter is adequately warm and add blankets if needed. I just, just wear clothes. Stop buying hundreds of no, dollars of duvets. So the and just other wear night I pajamas. slept in clothes. I don't know why we're going over this again, but I slept in clothes the other night because I was on my own. Mm. And I got tangled and I kept getting wedgies and my little pajama shorts kept going up my butt and my, I get tangled in my t shirt and it gets tied oh and it God, gets stuck what under do my pants. No. No. Okay, so if you're like me and what if you can't sleep naked is the next point. What if you can't sleep naked? If you live with roommates or simply feel like sleeping naked isn't for you, try opting for sleepwear that is made out of natural fibers like wool, silk or cotton. Silk makes me sweat. Yeah, that's don't normal. enjoy don't enjoy silk. Um, these natural fibers, especially wool, have been shown to help you fall asleep faster than synthetic materials that may be uncomfortable or trap too much heat against the body. Find a pair of natural fiber pajamas. Isn't it funny that pajamas are in pairs? But a single what's a singular pajama? Pajama, Paja- pajamas. Anyway, um, finding a pair of natural fiber pajamas that feel comfortable um, to you could be a way to reduce your nighttime body temperature without going nude. 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 Well, I'll stay nude. Yeah. (laughs) But thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, well, I'm going to dive into my fun fact follow-ups and I it. have so many I'm, from this episode, I'm but I'm going to spit through a couple. Go on then. So we spoke about how reflexology is like a real thing and sometimes it can trigger emotion and you were talking about those TikTok videos and things yes. that you watched. And my dad rung me and was like, you have to ask your mother about this because <sighs> I, they went away and mum did reflexology on a holiday and yeah. they pressed a spot on her foot and she just started bawling hysterically. What? And mom, dad was like, oh, my God, like they've hurt mum's foot. Yeah. No. Just mum no was pain. like, I have no idea why. Mum was like, I could not stop crying. It was just like this an emotional release. Whoa. Wild. So anyway, so it is a thing. Mum can, mom can testify <laughs> for it. Also, um, my nana's perfume, not that you, any of you care. I said it was dupe and my mum and my auntie said, <laughs> no, doll, the one you're thinking about is from Estee Lauder and it's actually called Youth Dew. <laughs> so sorry nana the nana didn't get back straight. to me with it so anyway you have your, just speak now forever hold your peace nana <laughs> um okay now the ear nerve that we spoke about yes the ear nerve mm-hmm. that you rub yeah. or you press in, a, in your ear yep, yep, yeah yep. it's actually called the heavenly gate point Pardon? What? Pardon? What? Tell me In trigger point acupuncture and pressing that to relieve anxiety, it's called the heavenly gate point. Okay. Look that up. That's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. And you know how I said, well, sometimes it can relate to, you know, how you get piercings for migraines and stuff. The piercing for anxiety is the daith piercing. That's, is that the? The one up the top. The one at the top. Yeah, Uh, we had We had a fun fact follow up about that before. 
That wasn't, yeah. But Theon there you go. was like, that's not called that. That's something else. Well, anyway, there you go. Dave. Nice. Dave piercing. Anxiety piercing. Now, moving moving right along. Moving swiftly, swiftly along. along. I call my brother's bearded dragon Carlos. Carlos. I have been corrected. Uh. <laughs> that was the gecko. Uh, okay. And the bearded dragon, the western bearded dragon, oh. must I add, his name is Charlie. Charlie. So it was Charlie and Carlos. Carlos. So, I just sorry, Charlie. the name Carlos. Anyway. We can we we digress. We digress. Now, this one is That's great. That's our whole fucking podcast, by the way. Just I know, digressing. I know. Anyway, carry on. This one is when I talked about alcohol wipes helping with oh, nausea. Oh yeah, the sniffing. Yep. And you know I love a science fact. Wifey um, backed that up. She by did. The way. She did. But let me tell you about a study that was done in ED with 122 non-pregnant adults, mainly in and presenting with gastro. Okay. Their baseline nausea score was 50%. So 50 out of 100. Yeah, sure. They rocked up with about 50, 50 nausea. Feeling yucky. With Ondansetron in ED, which is an anti-medic, an anti-nausea medication, mm-hmm. this score dropped down to 20. Also, I hate I lied. I lied. I fucked it up. <laughs> their, their score dropped down to 40. 40, okay. So 40 out of 100 post Ondans. Yeah, sure. But also, the, do you hate... On Dan's? Yeah, the taste I is awful. Hate on it's awful. It doesn't do anything for it me. It makes help me, me feel more nauseous. Same. Same. Anyway, again, digress. But the other half who sniffed an alcohol wipe, mm. their scores dropped down to 20. So it was twice as effective as on Danzatron. Holy shit. So it's a real thing. There was hundreds of studies, but I just pulled one out of my ass oh for you. Oh my gosh. So it's actually way more effective than I'm going to be sniffing on um, alcohol swabs now yeah. for my migraines. Well, that's... Because anyway, fuck on Danzatron, man. There you go. Any wafers. I hate so wafers. So now they're literally proven and used in emergencies. There that is so cool. I know. I thought you'd like that. I do like that. Okay, we move along move to so fuck, all right. Rosemary. Oh, yeah. I asked why you put rosemary on coffins and at funerals Correct. and weddings, etc. Yes. Why is rosemary used? Yes. This is when we're talking about aromatherapy. Yes. So a study showed that the smell of rosemary actually increases your memory by 75%. What, what the fuck? And so people use it as a remembrance to highlight and make you me- like have all these positive memories. memories of someone at either at their wedding or their funeral wild wild and then it's also historically been used and associated with fidelity and love and used to sterilize and heal oh so that's why it's like a good healing thing for emotional physical healing okay for fidelity rosemary. and love wild so rosemary rosemary there you go wow now Oh God! For my last and final fun fact. Okay. This Fuck one you had me in so many. stitches this morning. Because uh. <laughs> what else was I going to fucking do while I waited for the bloody miserable doorman to come? So we spoke about when we were talking about what pet would we like if we didn't have a pet. Oh, that still bugged me that you said dolphin. I'm having a dolphin. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you say. And then you said the bearded dragon. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. And then for some reason, we started talking about crazy crabs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hermit crabs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So crazy crabs and hermit crabs, I can confirm they are the same. Yeah. So just same call thing. them a hermit crab. They're crazy crab. Anyway, let me tell you a bit about the crazy crab. Let hermit me educate crabs. you all. Shut up on the crazy crab. <laughs> crazy crabs are Hermit. not aggressive. Okay. They <laughs> respond to gentle care 
and they actually learn to trust their keeper. They can live up to 15 years oh my gosh. and thrive in the company of other crabs. <laughs> so if you get a crazy crab, make sure you get a fucking friend for it. Hermit crabs. Okay. They like high humid temperatures up to 32 degrees. Oh, that's very specific. And now this is where it gets wild. As they grow, uh-huh. they leave their shells yeah. to find another shell. Mm. They will go and look for a shell that is approximately only one third bigger because they don't like it to be too roomy. Okay. One third. So make sure <laughs> when you go shell specific. shopping. I know, I died. Shell shopping. Shell shopping for your crap. Oh, so you, okay. you go buy the shells and put it in the tank for them. Where else are they going to get a shell if you've got that I mean, as a that's pair? that's very true. Do you know what? I always wondered that. Like with snails. Do yeah. Those, do their shells grow? I'm not sure they, about snails. There's another fun follow-up one, isn't it? I think snail shells grow. Do they? I don't think they swap shells. They're not a crazy crab. Okay. Okay, anyway. Sorry. This bit, this bit, you'll fucking love this bit. Okay. I as, love all of this bit, by the way. crazy crabs grow, yeah. they cast off their outer skeleton. Outer right? skeleton? Like they're, they're like, a, like a shed, like a snake. Like their outer little skeleton of their body comes off. But that's very different to skin. Skeleton is very different to skin. Well, they're, they're out, that's what it means though. They're out of like the, the shape sh- of them. Like they, they grow through it, right? So it comes off. But <laughs> this leaves them very soft and very vulnerable. So you have to, as a crazy crab owner, move them to an isolation tank for a week where they bury themselves into the sand while their skin hardens. What? And they come out at night only to feed. So during the day you think that they're dead because they're like hibernating. They're gone. You can't see them. They're under the sand. And then at night they come out and then they go back out underneath to get their skin hard. I have so many questions. Okay. But then this is the gross bit. Once they've come out. This is the gross bit yeah. coming. What, once they come out after their week of skin hardening, <laughs> they go and find their dead skeleton Fuck and off. eat it. Fuck off. Because it contains <laughs> high levels of <laughs> calcium. Fuck off. I am, <laughs> I am shook. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm shook. And then, oh my god, small children have these as bread as like yes, pets. yes. And it said, um, these these. I was on the like a pet website, and it said something about like these pets are amazing for children, and they're odorless, and they're this and they're that. But I remember my crazy crab tank stunk. Uh, that's okay. Whoa. So it's just so much information to process. <laughs> they hide and then they eat themselves. Okay. And then- Practicality wise, how do you know? When a when a hermit crab is getting ready to de-skeletonize itself to, in order um, to move them to an isolation tank. Well, you probably see this the skeleton coming off. Like the sh- it's like at the shape of the crazy crab. They just like shed from it. Yeah, but are they out of the shell at this point? Well, probably because they've moved home. So you must see them get out and go to the new one. Yuck. There's so much yuck about that. I'm but now I understand yuck. when they used to disappear and Ben and I were like, where the fuck is the crazy crab? What? But, but do they go underneath the sand in their shell? Or do they leave the shell on the surface and they just come out and then just go under the sand on their own some and I then come back to their home? They must do. They must do. Oi. That whole eating their skeleton thing is fucked. 
I know. And this was literally on like Better Homes and Gardens or something. Better Pets and Gardens what or something. What the heck? I want to see that. Wild. 15 years too. That's an old hermit crab. And they thrive in the company. They said um, a little cage that was like 30 centimetres. Yeah. Like in lengthwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you could only have three. Three? In there. So three. they're like, like a 10 centimetre by 10 centimetre so, square. Yeah, but length. then you've also got to have like a spare tank for when they need their isolation. Yeah, which I wouldn't know that. And apparently if you put more, like say five uh. in the 30 centimetre, then they fight. They have wars. Fight. Because they don't want that many to live in that area. Oh, okay. So they do them. They do them. Yeah. And then probably eat them. Probably eat them and just keep three in that space. Circle of life, hey? Fuck. Also, just as it, like thinking about it, you know, like when you're called a hermit, when, you know, like when you, you stay in and you don't go out, blah, blah, blah. Hermits sound very hermit, sociable. Hermit crabs are really sociable, yeah. That's not a hermit. No. And I guess maybe when they're tired or scared, they just go into their shell. But it doesn't mean that they don't, they love friends. They love friends. They thrive with company. But not too many. Not too many, they'll fight. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that segment because I low-key want to get a hermit crab now just to watch it. But then I don't, I don't, what are you going to do with it? I don't want it for 15 years. I just want to well, see. Well, you don't have to do much for it, really. Yeah, it just needs a little bit of water and you just, you can buy. Um, what do they eat? Well, I looked this up too. Other than their skeleton. You just buy from the pet shop um, crazy crab pellets. Crazy crab pellets. And it's got all their necessary vitamins and minerals and you just put a couple of pellets in there. There's a whole market there, isn't there? like designer hermit crab shells and, and it said um it also said you need to buy this case if you want to transport your crazy crab to a friend's house so it was saying like, when you want to go see your friends and your friends have crazy crabs don't forget your crazy crabs because they like socializing too and this is the transport bag you should take them in wow okay so i d- dove into the wow. crazy crabs i mean i would yeah okay that's wild uh, anyway that was fun thank you i really enjoyed that yeah you did well on the fun fact follow-up I might need there. to bring an animal fact fucking every week. Every week. I loved frogs that. Frogs have uh, univentricular hearts. What? Frogs have univentricular hearts. They what don't have mean? two chambers. They've got the same circulation. They don't have oxygenated and deoxygenated. What? How? Why? Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> but they have one single ventricle, so all their blood mixes. Well, that doesn't so seem very they, smart. Yeah, I know. Wild. Wild. Anyway, I'll get back to you with some more frog facts next week. But moving <laughs> right along, it is time for us to tell you what's been happening. Tell me about life. Look, okay. So first of all, we're about to get serious. Well, not serious, but I just want to let everyone know that the subject matter that we're going to talk about today has been bothering Jess and I over the last few weeks. And... We understand that it is a sensitive topic. So we're going to be talking about our bodies, our body image, weight gain, etc. And if that is a topic that is out of reach for you right now, don't worry. It's okay. But I just want people to feel comfortable. So we're about to talk about that. So if you don't want to listen to us expose vulnerabilities around our body image, then please skip ahead we promise we'll do an episode soon (laughs) so you can listen to that one but um yeah so just fair warning to everyone um so i guess the roundabout way of saying it is that you know we want to be truthful and vulnerable and um you know honest with ourselves and you 
in that we're still on this journey. We're not, we're not winners, are we? Um, it's a journey. And Jess and I, um, uh, speak for myself, really, I have been struggling over the last few weeks in terms of my body image and my weight. And it's um, reactivated some not very nice feelings within myself. Um, and I've kind of dipped into a little bit of a depressive uh, mode and self-hatred mode, which used to be very familiar to me. Um, and unfortunately that has kind of taken over, um, my mental space over the last month or so. Um, and then on top of that, my migraines have also been horrendous. So physically in pain, mentally in pain, and it's not been great. And the tipping point for me was, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying on some dresses for a wedding that I have coming up that I'm a bridesmaid for and I went in and the shop is one of those gorgeous shops um you know very kept together very beautiful the women that work there stunning aesthetically pleasing very aesthetically pleasing designy label yeah um very intense for anyone who struggles with shopping for clothes for their bodies anyway it's not very a nice situation uh, to begin with, let alone when everything around you is like perfection or so it seems. Anyway, I tried on some dresses and one out of three fit. It didn't look that great. The other two couldn't even be done up. Um, I got overheated and I left the store literally crying. Um, I've never done that before like I've always managed to make it home to cry but I literally was crying out of the door and I'm talking like streams of tears going in the middle of Karen up shops um to the point that I needed to go into the toilets in fucking David Jones to splash my face um because I felt awful and you know if anyone who struggled with their weight or their body image trying on clothes is like the epitome of the worst thing you can be doing at any given time let alone under those bright lights lots of mirrors like it's the worst space to be in um and it shook me and i spiraled big time over the next couple of weeks like i completely disengaged I wasn't talkative, I didn't have energy to do anything and I went into a real self-loathing um, mindset and unfortunately um, I lose the battle with the inner voice a lot, right? And I was talking about this to Jess a while ago actually around like um, external validation, right? And we all don't want to have our self-esteem reliant on other people's input we want to be able to do it ourselves that's the goal right but uh, you know I'm human and I like to be told that I look nice from time to time um, because let's be honest the internal monologue the inner bitch is a bitch and so when you're constantly hearing from the internal voice that you're ugly you're hideous you need someone else's voice externally to kind of dilute that voice right and Zach and I have talked about this a lot through our relationship and he has um you know 
looked at how our relationship is and we we know that Zach's not great at giving compliments um, and I don't want to be reliant on receiving compliments from him but because his way of showing love isn't words of affirmation um, I take that as he thinks the exact same as my internal monologue and that then brings anger um, into my mindset as well as hatred for myself because I get angry at the fact that I'm requiring someone else to validate me and I'm angry at the fact that I'm not happy and I and I want to be um and I have struggled with that over the last couple of weeks and then we had an amazing photo shoot um which we'll show you all the photos over the next few months but it was an amazing day but I was super nervous about that day and I mentally wasn't in a great space and I struggled with that concept um, of being in front of a camera when I, at the moment, I hate mm, the shell. Hate's a strong word, but it is how I feel right now. And I am booking in with my therapist to kind of work through these feelings and try and like mitigate them because at the end of the day, like the body, my body right now isn't going anywhere. <laughs> it's not changing anytime soon. And um, I think that whole mindset of, you know, I'll just eat better or exercise. Like I can't do that. Like I can't exercise right now because of my hip, because of my back. And that then sets a whole nother conversation of, you know, I'm now a year post-op of my hip and yes, the acute big pain is gone, but now it's averaged out into like everyday pain and weakness. And that stops me from doing the stuff that I used to do. So, you know, it's been a bit sucky, really. And I know that it's not just me out of the two of us that has been struggling with this. But I, yeah, it's been a rough time. And I think it's just a, you know, it's not a fun topic to talk about, I guess. But I just wanted to be real with everybody in that we and I... I'm not at the end of the journey. Like I haven't won every battle and it can, it continues to change. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to be real and to know that it's okay to feel like this. And this, this is more me talking to myself, really. It's okay to feel like this and it's okay to feel shitty and whatever. Um, but I don't know how to fix that yet. And like we said, we don't know the answers for everything. We don't know how to fix everything all mm. the time. But there have been little steps that you've definitely done, which are a really positive thing, I think. Like we're talking about the photo shoot and we had the best time and it was actually a really fun day yeah, it was. and it was lovely. But the morning of that, like everybody knows whether or not you have issues with your own body image or not. Everybody knows that jean shopping is the worst shopping the worst. to do ever yeah so i went through a stage where i didn't believe in jeans wear jeans didn't have jeans and then one of my friends from uni dragged me to the shops mm. to buy a good pair of jeans and i said i don't want to spend 150 dollars on jeans i hate shopping mm. i remember i bought a black pair of jeans 
They are now grey. I have now officially handed them down to my cousin. Yeah. But that was all I wore because it was so traumatic that I could not do it again. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't for like seven years and I just didn't believe in jeans and I hate jeans. And all my soul sissies out there with the endo life, jeans are not comfortable. Anyway, for one of our shoots, we were going to wear denim and a white shirt. Yeah, the classic. The classic fresh look. But Sister Shan didn't have any denim blue jeans. I don't have jeans. And so she messaged and said, out of want to protect myself and my own feelings, mm. I'm not going to go fucking jean shopping today no. before the shoot. The morning of the shoot. Because why would I do that to myself yeah. or my mental health? Mm. And then I was like, yes, queen, fuck it. Don't worry. We'll whip something else together, which we did. And it yeah. was perfect and it was fine. But they are little positive steps that you've taken because you easily could have gone to the shops and yeah. hurt yourself more. Yeah. And then been miserable all day. And then not wanted to do the shoot or turned that experience into something negative that was positive. Yeah. And so I get that. And I get that to the point where now I will not go like actual clothes shopping unless I've got a tan on, Mm -hmm. unless my hair's washed Mm -hmm. because I hate looking in shop mirrors. And there is something about shop mirrors. You look so much worse in a shop mirror than any other mirror. You'd think it'd be the opposite way around because like they want you to buy it. Every single imperfection is just on magnification yeah. at the shops. Horrendous. But I've got a wedding next week and I've got a ball the week after. And I was like, no, I'm going to let myself buy one dress and then I'll outfit repeat for one. Nice. But again, I was like, I'm yeah. not going to a shop. Are you kidding? Yeah. And so I just did a little cheeky online because I could buy the clothes online. I could try it on in the comfort of my home with no one else around. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, it goes in a little bag into a post box yeah. and I don't need to deal with it again. Yeah. So that was my way around dealing with it this week. Yeah. But in saying that, Sean definitely has have had an awful run with her body image this, this month, I mm, think. Yeah. But mine has been more like I, I know I'm a thicker girl and I'm trying to tell myself that look, you're a lot fitter than you were, blah, blah, blah. But it still hurts. Yeah. Does it matter what we've been bred in and put into our head? It mm. still hurts. Yeah. Going up a size still hurts. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. Anyway, my issue has been my wardrobe. Mm. So I have spent these last probably two weeks cleaning out my wardrobe. It, originally, it was done as a movement because I am in a two-bedroom home and I have filled both walk-in wardrobes. <laughs> and when old mate moves in, he ain't got no room. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I should start cleaning out some space. Yeah, nice. But I found it so overwhelming that I couldn't, you know, some people like do their wardrobe in a day. I'm mm. like, oh, no, I'm going <laughs> to do much. a couple of drawers Yeah. and then I'm going to walk away. And in a couple of days time, I might do a couple of more drawers because yeah. it hurt. It hurts. It stings. Mm. Anyway, so I started with like the T-shirts, the shorts, the jumpers, the stuff that kind of like jumpers always really going to fit. Yeah. Unless it's a bit old or it's shrunk in the dryer. Yeah. Like it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, yeah, sure. And some things I was like, you know, I've worn this. I've loved this. Yeah. I can, it can move on. Yeah. And I did a couple of drawers, couple of drawers, couple the of drawers. Safe, the, the safer safe drawers. And yeah. then I went from there to jeans. Mm. Now, like I said, I don't do jeans. I had that one black pair. But then last year I bought a couple of cheap pairs of jeans. I yeah. think I bought three, like a couple from Kmart mm. and a couple of other like jeans that were 
weren't amazing quality, but got me through last year. Yeah. I put two of the three on. They didn't do up. Yeah. Couldn't even get the button to do up if I sucked in. So yeah. I was like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. So they came flying off into a bag for my little cousin. Yep. And I was like, great, cool. That hurt. Left it. And then last yesterday, last night, I did my dresses. Mm-hmm. That stung like a bitch. Yeah. I had three dresses all with tags on and I bought them in the last two years. So these aren't dresses that are really old. Like one dress I put on, I was like, oh, I'm so sad. This is a bit tight. And then I could stop and think, Jess, you bought that dress when you were 19. Yeah. You bought that dress 10 years ago. Yeah. You loved it. Your body's changed. You can let that one go. Yeah. It's literally been a decade. It's been 10 years. But the ones that I bought in the last... 12 to 18 months. Like Mm. I said, there was three all with tags on them. Mm. Now, my realistic mind is telling me I have never been a size six. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. When I was really sick, however, I got to a size six. And so my brain tells me, well, I should be that because I was that not long ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Never before that was I ever a size six. <laughs> but because I was for a brief period point, of time, yeah. for one point when I was really fucking unwell, yeah. I bought all these nice clothes mm. and now none of them fit me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really fucking upset about it. Yeah. Even though I know that was never going to happen. Yeah. But now I used to always be a size eight and now my ass, she's big, she's juicy. She yeah. doesn't like that either. Nope. So it's just so hard telling yourself, that you're changing and that it's okay to change and then letting go of things that you pro- you'll never get back there. And so then I was like trying on some other dresses and they fit, mm. but they were tight. Yeah. There were no room to move. Not comfy. Not comfy. But I was like, oh no, like if I went to a wedding or something like that, they, they still fit and they're nice. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, how long before I'm doing this again and throwing these ones out? Yeah. Because your body is just constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And why can't I embrace that? Yeah. Like I just struggled so much to accept it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a couple of jackets too that I put on really tight around my arms and my shoulders. Fine. Like I've never exercised my arms and now I am. And maybe yeah. I should think of it positively, but I don't. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. And then old mate just kept telling me like how pretty I looked the other night, blah, blah, blah. But I just couldn't accept it. Yeah. Because I was like, I have just spent the last three hours cleaning out my wardrobe Mm -hmm. and my head is telling me you don't look like that anymore. Mm -hmm. You're not good enough anymore. Mm -hmm. You're not pretty enough anymore. You are fatter than you were before. Mm. And like, it just pisses me off how much it occupies space in our mind. And you sent me that TikTok the other day and I put one up on our story actually today of the same thing. Like, you know, it doesn't matter how often Sean and I tell each other we're amazing yeah. or how many amazing qualities we have going for us or how successful we are as homeowners, businesswomen, nurses, yeah. partners, friends. It doesn't matter. No. Nah. For some fucking reason, yeah. this just gets such a big space. It takes up such a big space yeah. in our heads. It's just, it's frustrating and that's why i get angry as well because we both have rational minds as well we know what we're doing we know we literally you can feel it happening and yet the emotion always wins and it is infuriating how much of my memories are taken up with negative thoughts about my body and then 
you look back at photos and stuff and you can see, you can remember how you felt at that time. And now you look at yourself and you go, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. And even though you know, again, that in X amount of years, you'll look back and go, what was I thinking? It doesn't change the fact that your internal monologue or how you feel about yourself just seems to rotate around and evolve from this like idea of perfection and that you you don't fit it mm -hmm. and do you know what else like when I was having my like because I, I spoke to Zach about it and I just like had a good cry and a sob and told him about how I was feeling one of the phrases that came out of my mouth was I can't even do fat right like I'm not even fat in the right way or in the right places like I look at um, larger women, larger men, and the body, body positive, you know, people on Instagram. I know Instagram's not real life, etc. I know that. Again, logical mind, I know. But I look at them, I'm like, I don't even look like that when I'm fat. Like, I, I'm this weird, awkward fat. But I'm not fat, but I am in my mind. And it's, it's just so sad, again, that that's how you think. Because like you said, you look at every other aspect of your life and you are happier in your job, in mm -hmm. your relationship, and all these things, happier than you were ever. Mm -hmm. Yet, and when you look at a photo of us in three years' time at that photo shoot, mm. you won't think these negative thoughts. You'll mm. think, fuck, look how happy we are. Yeah. How cool was that? What a milestone that was for us. Mm. But in the now, it takes up so much space. And that's like... Looking at photos, I didn't think I was tiny mm. a year ago. I mm. didn't, didn't think I was tiny at all. Mm. And now I look at them and think, holy shit. I was tiny. What was I worrying about then? I was probably still, to be honest, worrying about the same things because we're never happy. Yeah. Never happy. Mm. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's so hard and it's so awful. But I, this morning while I was dealing with the doorman, <laughs> I thought, doorman. how... I know that Sean is being very proactive in booking in to see her psych, in doing things that are kind for herself, like not going jean shopping and talking through it with Zach. So I was thinking, what could I do to make me feel better? Mm -hmm. how, how, after doing my wardrobe, how can I help me accept that change is okay? Mm -hmm. And then I thought, how can I help other people except that change is okay. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it and I thought, look, a lot of our listeners are female. Mm -hmm. We do have male listeners as well. And a lot of, aside from some of the hormonal things I'll talk about, a lot of the things are the same mm -hmm. for males and females. And the target audience normally of our podcast is kind of early 20s to late 30s. Yeah. Like that That 20-year bracket is probably our most common. Yeah. So I thought... Why not talk about it and why not positively talk about it and embrace the changes that happen between your 20s and 30s? Okay. So that we don't feel alone because scientifically, human, biologically, this is what's happening to us and it's meant to happen. Okay. Changes are meant to happen. So kind of like puberty. Kind of like puberty. Like but middle-aged. We talk about puberty until we're what, 15? Yeah. And then if you're like me in a late bloomer at 15, you're shitting yourself because you haven't hit puberty. Mm. So, and then after that, we kind of stop talking about our body, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We just say, oh, you'll get now. some pubes and you'll get um, hairy armpits. 
Mm. and you'll get your period and then you might get some pimples. But really, when you think about it, that's all we talk about physically. Mm. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about anything else or why your body changes. We no. don't. We don't. No, we don't. So I actually found that hearing this and reading this helped me. Okay. So it may help you. It may not. It might just be interesting to hear. Yeah, sure. And it might make you not be as harsh on yourself as maybe you were. Nice. Okay. So we're going to roll with it. Any help, babe. Yeah. Any help helps, right? It's a different approach. It's not approach we've done before, but I just thought, hey, I'm going through it. You're going through it. All the listeners are going through (laughs) it. We all probably feel the same at one point or another. So why not? We'll just like talk about what the fuck's happening with us, you know? Love. So, like, we'll start with things like your bone strength, right? When you're in your 20s, your bone strength continues to increase. Mm -hmm. But as you hit your 30s, that kind of plateaus. So, it's a great time when you're in your 20s, you can kind of eat what you want and you want to get all that calcium and vitamin D in. And you want to be doing some weight-bearing exercise to stimulate bone growth. Okay. But once you hit menopause, once you hit towards your late 30s and as you get older, you start to lose bone mass faster. So doing exercise and things in your 20s, great. Doing weightlifting, great because it helps your bone mass be stored up for later in the future. Okay. Mum tells me this all the time. So does old mate. But again, I'm just going to take what I want from that. I'm probably not going to be a fucking national weightlifter anytime soon Mm -mm, but for those who are out there and maybe you're exercising and doing weights all the time and you can't see the results you want maybe this is for you your bone density will be really fucking happy with you in the future future you will be very thankful now also this is just one it's not like something physically that you can see but i thought it just shows that you're constantly developing Mm -hmm. so previous research all said that you're brain stops developing in your late teens okay so you know like you know once at 16 you're able to make medical decisions on your behalf at 14 you're not considered to have the ability to do that Yep, still growing lots of recent research actually shows that there's been new developments to say that your cranium still develops in your late 20s what so your prefrontal cortex which is responsible for decision making Uh judgment risk-taking yeah and short-term memory Mm. (laughs) yeah that all of that continues to forge new connections in your late 20s really this was a study in 2011 so embrace getting older because you're probably going to make wiser decisions you're probably going to make more rational judgments you're probably not going to be taking stupid risk-taking things that you do as a teenager yeah and that's all because our brain continues to develop in our 20s whoa i honestly didn't know that but like, so embrace Everything that, changes. embrace that, yeah. embrace your intellect continuing to grow. We well, love that. Yeah, we love that. Also, this is one for our chronic sisters out there who have uh, el periode. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean you have endo, but there are lots of research to say, even if you don't have endo, but maybe you're in your late twenties mm-hmm. and your cramps are getting worse and you're going, holy fuck, do I have endo? There's actually lots of research to say that heaps of gynies have put together this paper to say that your late twenties is actually when your cramps get the worst 
they'll ever be. Okay. Because what happens is this is the time when your body produces the highest amount of prostaglandins and prostaglandins are associated with inflammation and pain. So your late twenties are most likely to be to blame for that. So prostaglandin also promotes uterine contractions. Good. So it creates worse cramping. Great. So it's shit. It's fucking shit, but at least we know why. Well, yeah, we know why. And so if you're out there like, holy fuck, why is my period so much worse than it was when I was 15? Yeah. Maybe don't catastrophize it to think you've got stage four endo like your girl. Yeah. Maybe it's just fucking life. Yeah. But then it tells you to think about the positives. So on the positives of that, yes, your prostaglandins are high, but at your late 20s, that is when you're meant to be. I'm highlighting the fact that it might not be for everybody. Mm-hmm. But you're most fertile. So if you're not on any hormone replacement therapy, this is a time in your life where you were meant to be most stable uh-huh. or leveled out with your hormones. Okay. You don't have raging pubertal, pubertal hormones yep, going. Sure. You are technically meant to be the most sexually active, the most stable with your hormones. So okay. that's the positive side. Yes, you might have bad cramps, but holistically mm. hormonally you might be doing okay now for your gal who's on the pill that has zero libido at all whatsoever that is a large issue in my life <laughs> i hope one day it will get to there. get there yeah but again this is not don't take take it with a grain of salt but yeah. we're just talking about it so then what we've been talking about today weight mm. right mm-hmm. weight normally continues to increase it is meant to increase mm. in your 20s Okay, mostly due to the increase of body fat compared to your teen years, but it's important to keep in mind that there is a healthy BMI. And BMI, give or take, because a lot of people have lots of muscle and weight is different. But it says your BMI should be between 18 and 25. Mm -hmm. So out of interest, I did my BMI this morning. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my BMI and see where I am on that scale and then i'm gonna do my bmi from last year when i was in what i thought in my head was my ideal weight okay so i did that yeah i learned this morning that according to my bmi which i again again pinch of salt pinch of salt it doesn't take into account muscle anything else but effectively according to that i could put on another 10 kilos Uh and still not be considered overweight but i put in my weight from what I was at started last year. Yeah. And it said severely underweight for my height yeah. age. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I was like, oh, oh, I'm just smack bang in the middle. I'm fine. Average right? Joe. And again, give or take. Bit of salt. Yep. If I bloody worked out 24 seven and yeah. I had heaps of muscle, which I'd actually quite like, <laughs> I'm going to take into account that this is probably not going to work yeah. in my favor. That's okay. But anyway, in your 20s also, you have a surge for the females of your estrogen and your progesterone. Mm-hmm. And that could cause worsening skin in your 20s. So everyone says you have shit skin yep. as a teenager, but it can often come back in your late 20s. So another reason for acne is we wear more makeup. Yep. We try and cover our imperfections. Yep. So it is a chronic vicious cycle, but having pimples as an adult is a normal thing. Yes. We don't normalize it. Yeah. But we have hormonal changes. That means this happens to us. Yeah, totally. Also, in your early 20s, your metabolism, it's meant to be pretty solid. But, but. every ten, every decade, yeah. your m- metabolic rate 
as per Dr. Boyle here, mm-hmm. your metabolic rate goes down by 4% oh, every yeah, 10 slows years. slows down. So by the time you hit 30, your metabolic rate slowed down by 8%. Mm. That is normal. Yeah. Do you know how you used to like <laughs> eat heaps and you could eat heaps? And everyone said that my whole life. Well, you can eat what you want, Jess. And no shit, I could eat whatever the fuck I like. Yeah. 27? Hitting it. I can't do that as yeah, much same, anymore. Same, same, same. No, but it's normal. It's slowed down. Yeah. It's meant to slow down. Yeah. Also, these ones were wild. Apparently. Okay. Now, I haven't noticed it yet, but if it does, I'm going to know that I'm not dying of anything funky. Your nipples change. Sorry? What? Sorry? Yes, Dr. Boyle says that your areola gets larger and darker. I know that that happens in pregnancy. The pregnancy is same. We know that. Yeah, we know that. But, but just in life. Just in life. It is normal for your nipples to change regardless of if you are having a baby or if you are not. Wow. I didn't know that. Wild. That's good. That's wild. I know. And this is not accounting for your lumps and your bumps. We should all get checked. Yes, absolutely. This Breast is health. just the shape and color of your areola. Wow. Which is the bit that's flat around your skin, around your nip. Do you know you're supposed to? Hang on. The perfect nude color. Yes. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but if you, it's a wild, it's a wild known fact. It's a, what's the word? Wildly known fact. Wildly known fact. Widely. Widely. That's what it is. (laughs) It's a widely, why, why can't my brain? It's a fact that everyone knows, um, I think. But for those of you who don't know, um, the perfect lip color, like the nude lip, you know, the super popular one, nude. the nude lip. If you base the nude shade on your nipple color, it will match perfectly for your face. That, why does that work? I don't know, but as your nip color changes, you <laughs> should upgrade change, your nude. Yeah, you're going to have to change your nude lipstick. Anyway, speaking of nips, we might go talk about your other naughty bits. So, naughty. this is what I blew my mind and I found 10. 10 articles on it because i was like nah no but way. it's true okay, okay i'm excited your vulva okay yeah loses weight sorry your vulva loses weight i didn't know it and becomes weight. slimmer what 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 was slimmer yep okay so again i'm referencing dr boyle because this was the most legitimate person i could find but in your late 20s yeah early 30s, you start to lose weight in your vulva because your fat distribution changes. So your labia majora or your outer lips, if you want to call them, loses fat and looks slimmer. (laughs) And so someone had commented and was like, fuck yes, like turning 30 sucks, but I'm going to get into one of them hell skinny bikini bottoms because I've got a skinny fanny now. Wow. Now, if you've noticed your fanny has changed in the recent years. That's why. Let us know because I'm intrigued. Now I'm going to pay more attention. I've not paid any attention. No. None, actually. No. But I can barely see it. So, Well, there you go. Have a look in the mirror, doll. (laughs) Wild. Wild. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, again, talking about curves and getting curvier, that is normal. That Mm. is absolutely normal. A lot of girls, they're slimmest in their early 20s. And as you get older, you begin to carry weight differently, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. So you often notice and should notice where you see your fat distributed amongst your hips, your thighs, your bust, and your abdomen. 
Mm. Right? Yeah. And this is all due to metabolic changes, weight gain and hormonal changes. That is where women are meant to gain weight. Yeah. But we don't like that. We don't like it. No. I can definitely tell you that's where mine is. Yeah, I can tell you that for free. But that's... Where it's supposed to. Yeah. That's where it's meant to go. Yeah. Wild. Supposed to go there. I know. And then this one blew my mind because I noticed the other day at dancing, I was doing some maneuver on the floor (laughs) and I was looked in the mirror and I was like, fuck me. Like all I could see was cellulite till the Mm -hmm. cows came home. Mm -hmm. Just cellulite city. Mm -hmm. And I noticed I was in shorts the other day, like active wear shorts. And I was sitting on the couch and my whole thigh was dimply. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fucking understand. I was like, what even is cellulite? I What's happened? Get it. Yeah. Anyway, I found this super interesting. So as your east as you get older, your estrogen like levels begin to decrease, mm-hmm. right? So with decreased estrogen, you also experience decreased circulation. Okay. Right? Which I kind of thought, maybe I don't know if this is true. But babe, maybe Reynards mm. make Obviously, obviously drops your circulation, mm. so affects so like in it's a what. Listen, bear with me. So <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. A decrease in circulation means less oxygen and nutrition to where it needs to go. Yeah, right? we know yeah, that. We got that. So less oxygen means a decrease in collagen production. Yeah. Okay. So your fat cells enlarge. Okay. But your collagen don't. Don't. So, these fat cells are enlarging and start to push their way through the collagen. Okay. And that is cellulite. Wow. So, it just proves that as your estrogen drops, cellulite is totally normal. And it's not something to be ashamed of because you can't control it, doll. That's just happening to you. You can be as fit as you like, doll. But if that's dropping, cellulite's happening. It's happening. It's happening. So, I'm like, oh... And now I'm just telling myself, oh, my right arms is making my cellulite worse. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a thing. You tell but, yourself hey, whatever I'm telling you myself need, though. And then interesting yourself. things like your nail growth slows down, your hair growth often slows down. Obviously, that fluctuates again with things yeah. like pregnancy. But I just thought, you know. There is a lot of changes that happen naturally that we don't really talk about. Exactly. From that list. Exactly. And it kind of normalizes a lot of experiences. It does. Like I've got like spider vein city on my legs now. Again, sis, that's often a nurse life thing. Yeah, I know. I know. And it also runs in my family as well. I've got like the little the little purpley ones running all up and down my legs. Speaking of, my auntie just did her first nursing shift in Ted Stockings, compression socks. Yeah, how'd she like it? And she was like, do you, do you wear these? Should I wear these? And I was like, um, I, I live don't in them. nurse a day without them. <laughs> and then told her about Sister Said So. She was like, okay, I'll get some. Anyway, she texted me last night and she was like halfway through my shift and I'm never looking back. I'm like, how have you got to your 50s and only just working this yeah. out with varicose veins and the works? Yeah. What are you doing, what sis? What are you doing, sis? But anyway, I'm just assisting my ageing. Yeah, that's embracing the ageing. Yeah. I always said like, you know, as a kid, as a kid, when you thought the world was flat, basically, when you're like, I'm just going to age gracefully. And like I'm aging and I fucking hate it. <laughs> and I wish we could stop it, but we can't. I know. And that scares me because then you get into the whole death thing and that just terrifies me. I know, me. I know. And old mate always tells me, oh, aging is so beautiful and you look esteemed. And I'm like, I'm esteemed? over here going to freeze my face. But oh my gosh. He, he just loves the process. Loves the I process. I do not. Men do better though. Yeah. 
men do better. Zach started to get grey hair. And I'm like, ooh, silver fox. You're around. So excited. I don't think I'm going to be able to tell if old mate goes grey because he's so he's blonde. blonde. It'll go white probably oh. rather than grey. Oh, God. But Zach's gone grey. His dad's grey as well. And so I'm like, ooh, it's in the family. Wow. Get a silver fox. Yes, please. I'd love a silver fox. I love grey hair. Uh, that's one thing. But that you love grey hair. I do love grey hair. Would you love if you went grey? Yeah. So okay. that's uh, like actually I <laughs> – so I think because my granny went white really young, like in her 20s, 30s, she went white from like light brown hair. And so I've always like been obsessed with it and I love seeing um, older women or women in general with grey hair. I just think it's gorgeous. And um, I, w- when I start to go grey, I'm not going to go down that whole like getting your roots done every six weeks or whatever because I've got too much hair and it costs too much money and I just can't be bothered. So I'm just going to like go for the gold of like silver is in and... Um, and uh, all of my friends uh, that are my age, and we go to the same hairdresser, and it's our friend who's also the hairdresser. Um, we talk about like who's got the most grey hairs. Oh, I don't have any. Gutted. Right. And all the other girls are like, yeah, we've got heaps and we don't want them. I was like, fuck, I'm so behind. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So funny, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd like to go grey, I think. I also, don't think I want to go grey. No? I don't know. I've not noticed any greys yet. No, I, I've never noticed that you only have any greys. Mm. I just remember my mum plucking hers out mm. whenever she found one mm. and always getting her hair done. And so my mum's brown hair naturally, but has gone blonde because that's what they tell you to do to go blonde so mm. it hides them easier. But now I'm all about it. That's the one thing I'd be like, yeah, go for gold. Less thing I have to do with my hair, the better really. It's too long and too thick. Can't be doing with it. That's, if I'm honest. how good is aging so good but yeah stretch marks as well is another thing yeah so i've got stretch marks all over my pooch you know the little pocket of fat that sits above your vagina i've got stretch marks there i've got stretch marks on my love handles oh, they're yeah. new the top of my thighs and my buttocks i have huge stretch marks yeah. on my glutes and back of my thighs just like everywhere and like people with Marfans as well um if anyone of us listening my fellow Marfan Marfanians um we get random stretch marks mm. just as part of it because of the lack of collagen and fibrillin and stuff so yeah you should not be hating on the fact if you get cellulite doll I don't I don't get I don't have much cellulite but if you did don't you're not producing fuck all collagen well, know, so yeah. you have so a it's reason like free 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 door yeah but no I don't have much cellulite no I you just have stretch don't. marks I have lots I got stretch marks here yeah well, I'm po- for those who are listening which is all of you um, <laughs> <laughs> I have stretch marks on my inner thigh near nearest my knee and I think it's from growing like lengthways but I don't know also i'm picking like crazy you're picking yeah what do you mean like scabs look i've literally like picked two crevices into my leg why are you doing that (sighs) look i don't know it's a therapeutic thing but it's bad but you can see them on the bloody photos can you (laughs) 
Oh, I have to photoshop them. I was like, them. oh, fucking hell. I look like I've been bitten by a vampire on my ankle Bloody and then they just hell. aborted halfway through. You're like, no thanks, don't want any of that. So yeah, I've been picking them. Stop it, Sean. Stop mm, it. Stop it. Um, but yeah, so as a side note, I'm going to speak to my therapist about it, but I don't think I have ADHD. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> this has taken a turn. It why, has taken a turn. Why do we not think? Yeah. So ADHD? I don't think I have ADHD. I think I have CPTSD. What's the C stand C- for? Uh, complex. Okay. So if you look up complex PTSD symptoms, they're very similar to ADHD. And the only, the only reason I think more so that I'd CPTSD, whatever not adhd is because i don't remember feeling like it as a kid as a child yeah so i think it's more from aftermath effect Mm -hmm. of something rather than being born with it Mm -hmm. but then again who the fuck knows not me so do you can a psych diagnose how do you have to go to a psychiatrist i think a psych can yeah, I know right. I have PTSD. Yeah. It's whether I have complex. ADHD or complex. <laughs> or both. What a trifecta. Bloody hell. Anyway, so that's something to mull over. But yeah, so the, the symptoms can present as like disassociation, um, fidgeting, picking. Um, yeah. And hypermobility as well. There's a, a connection between hypermobility and all of those things as well. Who knows? It was just fucked, really. great way to wrap it up speaking of fact yeah i've got um my another end appointment next week which is a phone consult which they're going to try and convince me to have more progesterone but i'm gonna ask them how i can come off the pill which is not going to be what they want to talk (laughs) to me about but that's not what they're planning that's not on what their plan but is it's what i'm planning but i'm on. planning on that and i still haven't gone back to the lupus doctor which i cancelled because i haven't done the methotrexate but then one of the doctors at work told me that you shouldn't really be on it six months before trying for a baby and it reduces your egg quality oh and i was like well so maybe do I feel that like first. that's important to know <laughs> if i've only really got one good side yeah that's not even good so <laughs> average at best um yeah not gonna do that still going ahead with my acupuncture oh yeah how's that going Um, yeah look it's going um (laughs) the money's coming out the money is pouring (laughs) out of my anus um i have been to the chiropractor and acupuncturist every week but Mm. i'm gonna do it for a month i don't know how it's 200 bucks a week and it's fucked but I'm so desperate to get my feet to a point where I can holiday. So yeah. I'm just going to keep trying. Keep trying. Um, but yes, that's all my health updates, I think. Oh, I had a telehealth um, hip appointment. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. So he, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of blacked out halfway through the conversation. Um, so he thinks that the reason that I'm still in pain and that I, my walking is worse is something to do with my hip flexor. And the reason I blacked out is because he then went on to say, I'm doing a study about it, um, but it's very simple to fix. It's just a small keyhole surgery. And at that point I went, absolutely not. And just stopped listening. I was like, no, I got panicky. I got sweaty. I was like, I'm not having surgery. I didn't say it out loud. But yeah, and then he went on to say, but we could do some injections beforehand. So 
come in and see me and uh when do you want to do it that you want to do the end of the year or the beginning of the year i was like beginning of the next year not now please yeah so yeah so he thinks that there's something to do with the pelvis and the way that it tilts and because of my spinal fusion and he's like yeah you're you're a sitting duck for it i was like well fuck you now well i mean that sounds fucking awful and traumatic as hell <laughs> so doesn't sound great but the two of us this summer are going to start swimming we are. We are going to start swimming. It's going to be good for you in yeah. your joints. And yeah. It's going to be good, good for, for you and your endo or something, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Something mm. like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll report back. Mm. We'll do some swimming, some laps. If the weather just fucking stayed nice enough for a while, we could go. Oh, I'm not, I'm do, not doing outside. Why not? I'll burn to a crisp. Wear sunscreen. But then it will just wash off. Waterproof sunscreen. That doesn't really work, doll. Because oh. it reflect the sun reflects off the I water. I want to tan. Oh my god! Uh, no, I'll buy you a full long sleeve. I need one of those long sleeve thingies. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're called rashies. Oh, so called? I was thinking like a onesie wetsuit thing. Oh yeah, legs and yeah. arms. Love that. Because I don't have to shave. You don't do that often, anyway. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, look at me; it's still hairy. My legs were that hairy yesterday. This isn't even that hairy. This is like I know, I know, day two I know. prickles. Like, there are some things that Sean chooses not to embrace with age, but hair is not one of them. No, I just... Grey hair, long leg long hair, hair. Go anything. for gold. Because do you know how... Shaving in the shower, I nearly pass out doing one leg. Like, it's awkward. Just... Everyone says sit on the floor I did to sit, shower. I do sit on the floor to shave my legs in the shower, but it's got to be for that a special so occasion. Weird. I'm going to put a poll up on the story about that. Not sitting how, down? Yeah. It's the best. Have you still not done it? No, because I oh don't my want God. my anus and Chocciolini on the shower, dirty shower floor. Just clean your shower then. I did on the weekend, but well, I still don't want to put my bum on there. Why not? I don't know. I don't... Um. Think about it. It's running water. I don't know. You, I need, just to, you need to do some soul searching on that one. Dirty, 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 dirty. dirty. Sit on a flannel or something. <laughs> Yeah. All right, we'll put a poll, see what the people say, but I'm I'm sitting on the ground to shave my legs. I'm fucking standing up on that shit. No way. I just stand up and put one leg on the wall. My you know what would be really good? Those people long. that have like a little ledge. Yeah, that is good. But again, still sitting. Why is or that? Or you'd sit on the ledge, would you? Not put your leg on the ledge. Nah. Are mm. you kidding? I'll fall over. Yeah. So unstable, I fall over. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just get Zach to shave them? He doesn't shower with me. Well, start doing that and get him to start shaving your legs. Nah, the sh he used to wash my hair. That's nice. It was nice. My shoulders appreciated it thoroughly. It was like the best thing. <laughs> Honestly, if you can get someone to wash your hair for you. Oh, stop it. It was amazing. Oh, do that again and then get him to just shave your legs too. I don't think he'll want to. <laughs> they're so long there's so much surface area oh anyway oh my god we digress let's wrap this bad boy up yeah we've been talking okay. shit for too long i'm sad again oh i need to go eat god. some food i'm hungry oh my god all right we got well, it's our last episode next episode for season three it is our last episode for season three 
episode 15. We don't know what we're doing um, yet. We don't, but we'll think of something and we'll, we'll bring it, it to the people. It'll be lots of fun. And we also, on that note, just want to remind you all that the Australian Podcast Listener's Choice Award yeah. is up at the moment for voting. And voting is closed on the 15th of November. Vote for us. So if you could please go there and vote, and for, vote us. for us, we would be forever grateful. Or get your um, mum to do you it. Can literally, your dad to do it. Your dog. Your neighbour. All you need to enter is an email address. So use oh. every email address you have or know. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of, I might use my work one. Ooh, good um, idea. Anyway, if you just go to Australian Podcast Awards on Google and then vote now, listener's choice, and then type us in and you'll find us. You will find us. So We'd love yes. to just be in the yes. running. And then once you've done a little vote, if you could like even put it on your story and tag us or send us a little photo to say that you've done the vote, that'd be really nice. Yeah, people have already done that. I know. It's so it's cute. lovely. But, but thank you. Keep them flowing. Thank you for all that has already done it. We really, we, honestly, it warms our heart in those sad, sad days that we have having this community you know, we we do this for the love of it and for the love of you all. So we really appreciate you and we would love to share our podcast with more and more people. So please vote for us. Also, like, share, rate, subscribe, all of the things. And um, yeah, we will see you next week for the final ep of season three. Um, but on that note, we hope you have a... You've just skipped... Oh, who are you? What are we you? are three seasons in and you've skipped questions and quotes. Oh my. Who are you? Oh my God. Who are you? I need a new co-host. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, questions. Okay, I'm okay, going to. Okay, hang on. Uh, we've I've got a question for the people. Well, I've got yeah. a question for, me, for you, from oh, me. Okay, well, we can do both then. Okay, well, my question to you is what are you what's one thing you're gonna do this week to be kinder on yourself oh god that's mm. a hard question well it's one you must answer bloody hell i'm gonna take all my mirrors down um i don't know jessica well i'm making you think that was a hard question well that's what i'm here for do you know what i think i might start that gratitude diary again Yep. The app thing. Yep. And I will be checking back in with you. Of course you will. So will the people next week. Okay. We'll wrap it up then then. All right. Let's pick a question from the people. It's from Monique Rose. Thank you, Monique. The question is, what is something your younger self would be proud of you now for? Wait, I read that wrong. I got you mean though. Okay, fine. Um, My younger self... I think would be proud of how independent and successful I am as a singular human being. Yeah. I think that to be able to work a couple of jobs, have a little passion project, still do the hobbies that I enjoy, be a dog mama, have a house and a couple of degrees and postgrads. I think... My younger self would be happy with that. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, younger Sean would probably be happy that we haven't died yet. I'm pretty proud of that. Fuck, it's <laughs> miserable week, everyone. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, try. you know, the, the world's been pretty rough on old Sean. Um, so I think she'd be pretty stoked about that. I think little Sean 
um, would be very proud of the fact that we have our degrees um, because we're on granny's mantelpiece. Um, that was always the, the, the goal. goal. Um, yeah, I think she'd also be pretty stoked that we have a boyfriend that likes us. Real? Because that was, oh, no freaking way was that ever happening in little Sean's head. Um, yeah, I think she, she'd she be pretty stoked with where we're at, which, you know, is kind of the, this whole point of this episode was really to be like, we're not doing too bad. We're not. We just need to be a bit kinder to ourselves. Sean. Yes. Little Jess. Big Sean. Little Jess would be shook that she is dating someone she knew when she was little. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. amazing. Also, to run on that note, in Jess's yearbook, oh, little Jess. <laughs> a little old mate. A little old mate are literally above each other <laughs> in their yearbook. <laughs> It's so gross. And we didn't even talk to get to each other at all. And, you know, one of my friends, Cheyenne, she's such a savage. She literally screenshotted it back to me and texted me. She was like, why does he look like such a cool surfy dude and you look like such a gib? <laughs> I was like, because, I Cheyenne, was. that's the truth. <laughs> that's what it was. That's who I am and that's who I was. I know. And then, like, the other day his dad was like, wait, were you the one that was always at singing at, like, the bloody school masses and assemblies? That like, I was like, yeah. yeah. That was me. That was <laughs> me. Oh, anyway, cringe. Cringe. Anyway, I have a quote for you all. Go on then. Well, it's a little bit of a paragraph thing, but it sums us up perfectly because we've been talking about changes, our bodies, being in that awkward age. We talk about the awkward age being a teenager, but fuck me, being in your late 20s is awkward too. Yeah. So this is... Things to do in your 20s besides chasing after love. Okay. Roger ready? That. ready for Go the for little goals. paragraph? Yeah. Build a life based on what you actually want, not what you think you should want. Make your home your personal oasis. Be exactly where you are, not where you've been or where you could be. Learn the difference between shame and guilt. Buy yourself flowers. Forgive who needs to be forgiven. Make journaling a habit. Read what you like to read and read it often. Establish your boundaries. Remember that you're allowed to change your mind. Learn to apologize well and heal. Go to therapy. Learn to appreciate your body for what it can do, not what it looks like. Become the most enthusiastic, enthusiastic listener that you know. Create an empowered dating life. Facilitate a growth mindset instead of trying to fix everything. Notice what gives you the most energy and what drains your energy. Understand you already have so much love in your life. Oh, I love that. Also, I love buying myself flowers. Same. Love. Absolutely. Or a chicky indoor plant. Oh, yeah. Well, we're surrounded by greenery. Love that. Um, mine's very short. We put it on the story um, last week, but it says some stranger somewhere remembers you because you were kind to them. Perfect. 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 Love that. Be kind to yourself, as kind as you are to others. Yep. And other people remember you for being kind. So yeah. tell yourself. Sean. Seanus. Sean. That you are kind. You is fabulous. You is beautiful. You is beautiful. On that note, team, we, we hope, hope you have, have a fabulous, fabulous week. week. Take, Take care. Bye. Bye.